Good afternoon and welcome to Stony Radio. I'm Susie Lodge and I am the founder of Wiki Places for Kids and I'm here on the Wiki Mama Takeover here every Wednesday, one till two, um, and just delighted to be here. Today, I'm so happy to introduce Corinne, Corinne Valor. She is a, a personal trainer and run coach and she is my guest for the day. Hi Susie, thanks for having me today. Oh, so welcome, I'm so glad you're here. Um, the conversation today, we have just been sat here for the last 20 minutes and we have not shut up talking in the entire <laughs> time that we've been sat here. So I, uh, I don't know where this is going to go today because we have come across so many topics that we want to talk about in this one hour that it's, I'm just, I just can't wait to get Need started. A series two, I think. I <laughs> so Corinne, you're also, uh, you live in Stony. Yes, right? yep. How long have you lived in Stony? I've been here nine years next month, actually. So, Amazing. And yeah. you told me just a second ago, because I got completely wrong where you're from, but you're from? I'm from America, from Boston. I lived in Florida for 10 years. I was supposed to be here for two years, but that's turned into nine years now. Wow. So suffice to say, I like it here. So so interesting. So how did you um, actually pick Stony out of all the places to live when you moved from Florida? Well, funny enough, so my ex-husband and I moved here for his job and we did this relocation trip in August, going back almost nine years ago. And I thought, oh my God, it's so cold here. That was the first thing I thought. Everyone was in their shorts and I was in a puffer jacket, freezing. Yeah. <laughs> I had seen a photo of a house in Milton Keynes and I said to my ex-husband, I want to live somewhere like that. They showed us a few houses and we didn't know anything about the area. Then they actually brought us to the house of the picture that I had said I wanted to live in. Wow. <laughs> and it was in Stony. And once you've seen Stony, yes. you kind of, I always say if anyone's watched Gilmore Girls, it's a bit like Stars Hollow. It's just like a movie set. Wow. Yeah. And I said, that's it. And that was it. And yeah. I've moved a lot in my life and I really would struggle to leave Stony now. Oh, like once you're in, you can't. You can't go. You can't. So we lived, um, we had a very similar story. I can't remember if I've uh, told it on here before. So sorry to anybody that's a regular listener. Um, but when we were, um, we lived in Buckinghamshire and we were looking for a new house. And I remember I put in right move, put in and houses with like old style, um, you know, um, uh, not old, but like Victorian style properties yeah. in, in Buckinghamshire. Didn't know that it goes all the way up in this little sliver around Northamptonshire. And we would go down in sort of Chalfonts on Peter at the time, so much closer to London, given that we were commuting in. And we came up, and I remember being on the M1 going, I'm not moving to Milton Keynes. It has a bad rap. Waxing lyrical yeah. about how I was not going to do it. And then we pulled into Stony, and it was almost like you could hear the angels singing. <laughs> it was like beautiful sunshine. And I think, and I'm sure I have said it, but it was the week of Stony Live. I'm pretty sure it was. Folk on you the can't green get day. a better week to be. I have people come and visit me all the time from America, yeah. and they're just like, "This is such a magical little town." I know it is. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and then when we moved, we moved within Stony as well for exactly mm-hmm. the same reason. Couldn't bear to sort of it's the lose. community too. Yeah. It's so easy to be social and not make plans here, which I think as a mom is like the best way because you can just like catch up with people for 10 minutes walking down the street. My kids are always horrified. I'm sure you're the same way. We can't get down the high street in a timely manner. Yeah, without, I know, without seeing 100 people. Exactly. Yes. Um, So I'm so glad you've come on today. Um, What I'm really excited about talking about with you is obviously you're a personal trainer and a run coach. Yes. Um, and as a woman who's in her 40s, yes, I'm talking about happened. myself here. Yeah, Me too. <laughs> um, I think there's so much, um, uh, well, confusion in our minds, I think a lot around, um, you know, weight loss and fitness and why some of the things we're doing is, aren't working. Yeah. And then you get frustrated and you just think, and you kind of give up. And so I'm really excited to talk to you about what, um, 
I think we're going to deep dive into things that how, how women feel specifically and, and you know some of the Definitely. things and how you're helping um, both men and women mm-hmm. in the community um, with the things that you do but really get to the crux of um, how how we can actually help ourselves and when we're some of us might feel like we've tried loads we've done all these different things or we're really exercising a lot it can be yet, really frustrating yeah but we're yeah. not seeing the results and you know and then you get into that whole feeling of like well actually maybe it's just not going to work for me and I just have to accept that yeah. this is how it is for me now um and I have I've definitely mentioned this before but back in September I got to a stage after the summer last year I was really upset with um I remember when it got to the summer and I just it got to a point when I obviously had to like I was hot so you couldn't just be like hiding under jumpers and, and baggy jeans and things like that and I yes. remember feeling really upset with myself despite the fact that I I thought I'd been making really good eating decisions I felt like I was making really good choices I felt like I had probably not um done as much exercise maybe I had in the past but I would up my exercise um and I had um for example I am a river swimmer right so, yeah I've seen I, you going I love there, it yeah um and so I'd been swimming almost every day since May right um and all the way through to October so that was something you know going um against the river you know so up with you know against the tide basically right um so I was doing that every day and I'd made really good uh, food choices I was thinking but nothing was happening and if anything actually my weight was creeping up and I was so depressed and in the summer when I had to sort of bare skin and sort of show my I felt really unhappy with my arms my like that's my like skin a big tone, all the things. woman arms yeah. arms arms yeah because you feel like it's a massive indication of the rest I don't know why it's just oh yeah um, and so, they're most exposed you know so we've got so much to talk about um but we're going to take a very quick break and come back and just then then literally I'm going to shut up and let you speak for the rest <laughs> of the show um but we're first going to go straight into your first choice of song which is Florence and the Machine Dog Days and I just absolutely love this track it's a good one Oh, I've got to love Florence. It just makes me want to dance around my kitchen whenever exactly. she comes in. <laughs> yeah, so these are all songs that are on my personal, like, running and workout playlist that make me want to carry on when I'd rather not. <laughs> so Such a good tip. So yeah. anybody listening in, get pen and paper out and start writing these down. Yes. I love them. We've got an awesome set for today. So take us back to almost like the very beginning. How did you even get into this? What were you doing before you started being a personal trainer? Not just- anything working out I can tell you that um so I was a stay-at-home mom for 10 years my just I'm going to interrupt very yes. quickly because the because I get I think a perception that most people have is that, that personal trainers have always been doing this their whole oh, life yeah. and that you know you've always been a, like a, a fitness bunny I get yeah. that a lot mm. that people think I must have always been doing all these workouts and been super fit and that is quite opposite mm. of my lifestyle before so I had my oldest is 18 and I had him when I was 24 and shortly after that I became a stay-at-home mom my ex-husband's job made, made him travel a lot so I ended up you know staying home with the kids which I really enjoyed that time but I definitely was not into fitness I used to dread the idea of going to the gym i nothing. I kind of just restricted what I ate if I wanted to lose weight. You know, that good old 90s almond mom type of like, just don't eat for a couple days, which I'm not telling anyone to do. That's a bad idea. So basically I moved here to the UK nine years ago. Um, 
my grandfather, who was 75 at the time, was like, I don't know if anyone can relate to this. You've got that person that's your person. And you think if anything happened to them, what would I do? So that was my person. And he quickly got ill. He was healthy otherwise from pancreatic cancer. I went home to be his carer and took care of him. And he passed away about within a month. So it was quite shocking. And when I came home, I just had an excessive amount of grief and I'm not naturally a sad person. So I felt really hard to be sad all the time, but I couldn't figure out how to get in myself out of it or even process it. So I read a book called Wild by Cheryl Strayed, which is amazing um, book about her journey with grief and she ends up hiking the Pacific Crest Trail which is takes about three months and her journey to walking herself back to herself and I just thought right I want to do something I want to physically get this emotion out so there's if you're familiar with where we live there's a place called the Millfield, and it's about a kilometer in length and I just left my house and went and ran it (laughs) and I had to stop about four or five times it couldn't breathe and I just felt better for physically moving and so I signed up for a 10k to raise money for pancreatic cancer and I went through some other difficult times with my marriage ending and just kind of the strength like not being able to pick up a weight and then three weeks later being able to lift that weight that physical strength translated into me having the mental strength to deal with things going on in my life. And that strength inspired me to be able to carry on when things are difficult. And then I decided I wanted to give that back to other people because there's so many stigmas with fitness. That's just about how you look or it's a nice side effect to obviously feel better about yourself. But all those things made me want to like spread the word that you can feel better and you can take control of parts of your life and you know it just give that to people so yeah. and I love what I do and I feel really lucky that despite waking up at 5 a.m some days I'm quite happy to go to work and it's just really rewarding to see other people start because it, it starts physical but it's really has a huge impact mentally with people when they feel proud feel I guess to feel proud of yourself yeah I think something you just said then just like really hit me which is <clears throat> three weeks later you were able to pick up a weight that you couldn't pick up yeah. three weeks before and it's a, sometimes in um life sometimes when you know in the parenting kind of cycle yes. you know like the every day feels like the same sort of day you know da-da-da. yeah it does um if sometimes you don't feel like you're ever achieving anything like so much of the kind of stuff we do and the work we do is like generally unseen and it's boring you know we don't get stickers that say no. we did a good job adulting yeah we should no exactly <laughs> and so sometimes there just doesn't feel like the, there's any you, you don't spot any areas of progress you don't see achievement and yeah um and actually being able to lift a weight that you couldn't lift three weeks ago that is a really big deal and something that from um somebody that's i've I've never lifted weights um and that's a bit of a surprise because i didn't realize that progress could be seen so quickly as well it would feel like gosh it's going to take me months to you know to see progress and i'm a bit of a well you know i've been on a diet for a day why haven't i i'm the same (laughs) way and i tell my clients all the time and then i'm like i've been eating healthier for one day why haven't i lost five pounds i know the answer it's like take my advice because i'm not using it yeah (laughs) exactly it's like how i parent sometimes (laughs) so um 
So you work with both uh, men and women in Stony Stratford, yeah. don't you? But is there a, um, not a bias, but are mm. you um, working with more of I would say other? I work with more women. Yeah. Definitely uh, women are prenatal, postnatal, lots of that. Mums that are just trying to find themselves again. Mm. So is this a kind yeah. of your why? Like, you know, if you kind of, it's not, you know, obviously fitness is something that you enjoy, but you're, you said a second ago that, you know, you wanted to pass it on because, yeah. and it sounded, it's bigger than just fitness, isn't it? It's something about identity and, and how you feel about yourself. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm careful to say that when you have a client, their goal, it's not, you always have to remember it's their goals, not yours, because not, you know, I'm a distance runner. Not everyone wants to run for six hours and I appreciate that. So you have to be careful not to give them your goal. But I think that in general, I want to pass on the ability for people to find something they enjoy and to feel stronger and happier, you know? But I don't, I think that that overall feeling is the same for everybody, mm. I would say. It's, it's not amazing that you... Um, I think, and you, I hope you're so proud yeah. because you've just called yourself a distance runner. I am. When a moment ago you were telling us about the story of running the kilometre across the millfield, and you could, and you had to stop, and you'd never run yeah. before, and that's amazing. And it's not, it's not a huge amount of time. It's not like you know. It was like um, I ran my first marathon a year after that, so mm. I couldn't run one time around and then I could run 44 times around without stopping. Wow. Yeah. So I often bring clients down there to. Yeah visually show them that because it's it's a good visual you know because if you had said to me oh would you ever Hmm. if you had said to me would you ever move to England there's a lot of things in life that we forget that we're capable of growth and change and sometimes you just need someone else there that says no you can do that and also say what's the worst if you can't yeah (laughs) that's okay too well I think that's such a um a great story so inspiring for somebody that there isn't going to be millions of people who are just out there thinking I cannot run I there's no way I am not a runner um who I mean I I I have had a go in the past at running um and I wouldn't say I'm not a runner I wouldn't say I'm a really strong runner but I but from going from where you were to running 44 times around the millfield yeah. a one year later, that feels like epic progress. And what you're yeah. saying is, I think that actually anybody, it, it's achievable for most Whatever people. you want to yeah. do. And I think the best thing to do is find like you like swimming. Yeah. Find something. The whole point of exercise is it is not a punishment. Mm. You know, it's a, it is a celebration of moving your body because we're really lucky to be able to move our bodies and use them because there's a lot of people that are restricted. So if you have a healthy body that you can move, you should do it. You know, mm. it's one of the best things you can do is move your body. It keeps everything going. And find something you enjoy doing. You know, I just started doing Zumba, oh, which yes. I'm so bad at. It's been Prosecco this whole time telling me I could dance. I thought, oh my God, I'm great. No, I'm not. Yeah. But it is fun and it's kind of nice to be bad at that. something. Prosecco is telling me I could dance. I thought, Prosecco told me on Friday night I could sing as well. <laughs> Prosecco tells me a lot of things. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, but the thing is that it's actually nice to start again and not be good at something. Because if you can get rid of the stigma in your head that you have to be good at something to enjoy it, it kind of frees you up a lot in your life. So mm. I started doing it with some of the other moms who I think are secretly happy. Well, no, I know they're not secretly happier. 
One of them told me they're happier, that they're better at it than me because I'm a fitness trainer. It's like, thanks a lot. Um, And just having fun moving, it's like going out dancing, but not with the drinking, which is nice actually. Mm. And it's so much fun. And that's not something I've done before. Yeah. So it's just trying new things and finding things you have fun at. Yeah. You know, absolutely. I um, I know we're going to touch on the mental health side of what you're doing Mm. um, in a minute, but... um, what I absolutely love about the open water swimming is like there's obviously so many health benefits to it, but I feel like a completely different person after I've um, done it. And I know lots of my friends who are runners, they feel like this from running. They feel yeah. like it's a, a massive download, like a therapy. Um, you know, you can just decompress. And it seems weird, like you're out there running um, and, you know, putting But you're focusing on yeah. something, so it takes away... It quiets everything else down, I think. Yeah. And then you have the chem- happy chemicals come pumping in. Yeah. And you have, you have that time to, to be with yourself yeah. and to be grounded and to hear your own thoughts for a, a, ch- a change. Yes. You know, like it's, life is so busy, isn't it? And bi- yeah. we're both mums of three children, aren't yes. we? Yes. Yeah. Um, and I was only just saying to a friend this morning, it's like sometimes I feel like all three of them are stood around me, one facing and one in each ear, all talking to me at the same time, all like yanking my arm and pressing me, you know, like, you know, and it's, you feel so, it's so noisy and like, and, and we were talking about it on the basis yeah. of like, um, our husbands both like to have radios on sometimes in the house or have music playing right. and, and we can't cope like it's with the much. music. Just um, when, and it seems like, oh, you hate music, you're miserable, but it's actually it's completely not like that. You love music. Some... You know, Prosecco tells me I'm a really good dancer. Yeah. I'm a really good singer, <laughs> well, actually. So actually I'm really good. Do you know um, what's funny though about the busyness? It's the noise. That stops. So I have all yeah. teenagers now and oh. I went through a big period of time this year where I was mourning the loss of of my babies. And that sounds so dramatic. Baby angels, you know. I remember going through those years going, oh my gosh, it feels like I'm just like, you know, like trying to get drunk people, like little drunk Mm. people that are wandering around, like putting themselves in danger. And I was so stressed all the time. And now I'm like begging them to hang out with me. And it's like having an unrequited crush on somebody. Like, you are so uncool. And when they pay you any attention, you're desperate for it. Yeah. <laughs> because they have their own lives and interests and you've done what you're supposed to do. You've made them independent of you. So that goes away. But then, so the thing I was glad I did is by having a hobby, mm-hmm. it sounds like, I don't know if you ever watch Real Housewives. Oh, I've seen it. Bethany yeah. Frankel yeah, yeah. says, you need a hobby. <laughs> but it's true because as your kids get older, you have time to fill and finding a sense of self and things you enjoy comes into play more yeah. because Aww. they just kind of do their own thing. Gosh, do you know, it's I've, weird. I've had a really emotional week this week. I don't know what's going on with me. So I'm, I might, I feel like I'm about to I be, I'm I'm cry bite, biting back the tears because I, I was watching um, uh, a girl on Instagram yesterday. Um, uh, it's called Dahlia Beach. I just really love her, um, and she was being really honest in her post about she's got. It seems like she's got three children as well, and she was talking about um, how her fourteen-year-old basically just doesn't speak to her anymore and rings her when she wants like food or yeah. like cash. Um, I don't know why she rings her, but maybe it's from upstairs to downstairs. Probably, you know. And I was just like, gosh, you know. And it's it really you do really have to think about those things sometimes when you have got your three little people you know they like do in your grow ears up. because you as much as it's difficult you don't I don't actually want to wish any of that away but at, at, but in the moment there is an a, a mo- there is something that you kind of need to do 
to support yourself and your yes. mental health when you're feeling overwhelmed so there's that whole kind of battle isn't it of like when you've got young children of being super grateful that you've yeah. got these three wonderful little people but also being conscious that you do feel overwhelmed and and that and not moaning it's you're not moaning but you but you're trying to deal with both of these things yeah and this is why i quite quite like the open water swimming because one it is just we are super lucky to have this beautiful yeah area like on our doorstep it's people so travel over an hour actually to swim here and i travel 20 seconds in the car yeah. um can't believe i drive there sometimes but it's okay, I, do, I, I do in the morning <laughs> um and but it's that the, the cold has obviously i mean i don't know all the it's reason. really good for you like wards yeah. off dementia and all sorts exactly. of like diseases later on in life all these things and i just feel so different i feel like a really tightly wound coil do you feel a bit alive as well from doing it just like alive and like you i do free i come out and i feel there's something like elation about yeah. it. Um, I think it's it's the fact I've done it as well for a start. So I've done something for me. And what I, I quite like going in the morning. So I like to get up. I'm not a morning person, actually, generally, but I like to get up early and I get out there and I might be I there I prefer at six. running as well early. It's something yeah. about before the world's woken exactly. up. Exactly. It's something. almost like I've done this whole thing just yeah. for me. It didn't impact anybody else because yeah. it was in my own time, but I did it all. And, and so now I've started the day in this really positive, amazing way. I've done something really special for yeah. me. My mind has been quietened. You're probably a better parent oh, yeah. for it. Yeah. Because when I, by the time then I get home at say seven and the children walk in, I'm actually happy to see them rather than what can happen. It's happened to me this morning, which is the children got me out of bed. That's the worst feeling. And then so they, so the day is running me. And in fact, worse than the day running me actually the children slightly are running me because it's on their schedule they're like mommy can we get this and mommy can have this and 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 already i'm irritated because obviously i've been woken from this slumber thing that you know my sleep isn't great at the moment anyway my anxiety's gone through the roof um and i that's i was talking to you about this with this to do with me not eating correctly eating things that are exacerbating anxiety not doing enough hormones it's everything and things sorts of things to be honest, drinking a bit too much because yeah. I'm trying, you know, I'm drinking occasionally because I don't want, because it's fun and when you've got real it's things you're worrying about. Nice little break from your brain because I struggle with yeah. anxiety. I have health anxiety, which is mental in itself because I can be having like this nice day and like walking down the street and then be like, wonder what would happen if I had a stroke right now? I'm like, why would I think, like, why would I think that right mm. now? It's like my body doesn't always know how to be at rest. Yeah. And, I definitely think sometimes a glass of wine abates the symptoms temporarily. So I did like a whole dry January and now I've had a better relationship with alcohol, but I feel the same way. Like you get anxiety and you just feel like crap the next day. We're going to take a quick break and listen to this. I love this. It's going to be a good one. Um, And then we're going to come back with Corinne and talk about more about anxiety, um, go into the um, mental health um, anxiety that we were just talking about and also how, how, what you do with fitness finders yes, really absolutely. Boom. I Love know, that. it's a good one. Do, good do, old do, Shania. Do. Um, right. So I'm going to lower the tone from that amazing upbeat. So <laughs> I want to go backwards a minute to talk about the, um, um, so you just mentioned we had, we had wonderful Helen from the Slowdown Collective on about three weeks ago and she did really deep dive into health anxiety actually yes. and severe anxiety and it was fascinating. So I'll put a link in um, the notes of this show um, to that one as well for anybody that's really interested about this topic. But um, 
So health anxiety for you, where did that even, how do you know that yeah. that is, did you get diagnosed and where did it come kind from? Kind of. So, well, first of, all, first of all, I'm like really open about having anxiety because I think people are afraid to say they're struggling. And I heard this quote once that said, everyone has issues. Healthy people know they have issues. So everyone's got stuff, yeah. you know, and I think people are surprised by the things people have in their lives. So it's absolutely normal to struggle somewhere. We're not perfect, you know? Mm. And for me, mine comes from my youngest son, Declan, who is nearly 12 now, was diagnosed with transposition of the great arteries when I was um, pregnant. So when I was 28 weeks pregnant, I had an ultrasound, like one of those 3D ultrasounds to see what the baby looked like. And the ultrasound attendant was like chatting and then stopped talking. And said, I've got to go get the doctor. I'll be right back. Oh, no. You know, and you just like, I've had two other children. This is definitely not how they normally go. And the doctor came in and said, something's wrong with your baby's heart, but we don't know what. It's too small for us to tell yet. So by the time I was 32 weeks pregnant, I found out that his arteries formed backwards and the arch of his heart was too narrow and his pulmonary valve was too short and he had 12 holes in his heart. (gasps) So pretty much everything was wrong. Um, So when he was a, when I had him, I held him for about, I don't know, 10 seconds. Then they flew him to a different hospital away from me. He had a surgery when he was a week old. Um, The oldest living person with this is like 40 because they couldn't fix it before then. Wow. So, but he's perfectly healthy. He plays sports, but that moment, really that something could completely change out of the blue because ironically it was the best I had felt pregnant yeah and then when my grandfather getting sick I think it just and I think having kids makes you worried there's like a pressure you -hmm. don't want something to happen to you and you not be able to take care of them it's a control thing I think Mm. so was this all the same sort of time so you'd had um your Um, older two children when you were still in the U.S. I had all of them in America we were Declan was three when we moved here. Um, okay. So, so all this happened when you were in the US. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so your son had um, his obviously his operation while you were there. Yeah. Then you moved here, and then your grandfather. Yeah. So that you can see it kind all, of how just it all like started. yeah. I think also getting older. Mm. Personally, you can worry a bit about uh, your yeah. own mortality because people around you start having things go wrong, and you know. So I think. It's one of those things that if you think about it too much, you're kind of like, I want to get off the ride now. Like, Mm. this is too scary. But I did talking therapies to the NHS, which was amazing and free. And I recommend anyone feeling struggling to go talk to their doctor because it was around COVID that I kind of, it was like, I wasn't listening to my brain. So my brain was going to make me listen to it, you Mm -hmm. know? And I had really cracked the physical portion of you know taking care of my body physically but I certainly wasn't taking care of myself mentally as properly as on the outside because I was I'm a high functioning person mm-hmm. it wouldn't have looked that way no. but the best thing I did is I did CBT so I still have these issues but I have a toolbox you know mm. and I definitely have a better balance between my physical and mental health and taking care of both but I do think personally it's easier to start with your physical taking care of your physical health. I think if you change one thing in your life and you feel better, it prompts you to want to start to change other things in your life. Mm -hmm. So if you start walking for 10 minutes a day and you feel the results of that, 
you will start to naturally do other things to make yourself feel better. So just starting something is one of the things I always try to get my clients to understand Mm. that just don't overthink it. Just move, just pick. I have um, like a habit tracker sheet and I encourage, it's like a sheet, it's blank and it has Monday through Sunday written on it or whatever. And you, I encourage people to write habits they want to add to their life and ones they want to remove. Because I think if you make it all negative when you're trying to change stuff, that mentally will weigh you down as well. Mm-hmm. So you could say, I want to read for 10 minutes instead of watching TikTok, which I'm so guilty of <laughs> before bed. Um, Me too. Yeah, yeah really I go bad. down that rabbit hole every night, even though I promise myself I'm not going to. It's like my addiction. <laughs> but sometimes you learn really interesting things. Mm. I'm an expert on submarines, but <laughs> now. Yeah. Right, this moment. Um, is that following the Titan thing? Or is oh, that, yeah. yeah. Like I completely know everything about submarines yeah. now. <laughs> Not sure where that's going to help me, but, but no, the thing is, so I have people fill out these sheets and you just color in the day you did the habit, mm-hmm. which is really rewarding. Yeah. So if you it's like, it's reward charts for adults, isn't it? We were just saying that everyone needs rewards. I love yeah. this. So you're bringing in the, like yeah. the stickers for, for yes. adults. But so you color in your yeah. circle. And the thing is that if you did the thing you aimed to do three times that week, but it was three times more than you did it the week before. That's something to celebrate. Mm. So I think all that, that taking off that mental pressure and allowing yourself to feel however you feel and changing a few little things starts to naturally help your mental health. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just all kind of snowballs into you taking care of yourself better and better. Yeah. But it's really important to focus on taking care of your brain as much as your body. Mm. And doing and working out does naturally give you serotonin. It does make you happier. Yeah. You know, it does. And I think we don't know always what it feels like to be happy or mm. healthy. Sometimes we just live in a state of stress. Yep. Which is really easy to do as a mother. It just feels, doesn't it? So it just feels so busy at the moment. Mm-hmm. And like everybody I speak to, um, it, we seem to be in the same situation. So I don't know if it's a sign of the times or I don't know, or whether it's to do with the age group of our children or it's all those things. But like, a, you know, a friend of, friend of mine, we have this sort of running joke about how we can only really, func- we, like, we only really know what's going on our, an hour ahead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't ask me about Friday. I don't even know what's happening in the next hour. And, and we say it as a joke, but actually it's true. Like I, I told you here, I was like, I, I don't script this show. I mean, yeah. most people listening are probably like, well, that's obvious, you know, no. but um <laughs> But I don't. I literally show up as me authentically. I don't script it. I, I, it's a conversation. But but even if I tried to script it, I, I couldn't because I can't seem to get at the moment any further ahead. Um, and so I feel like I'm on a bit of a rat race and I feel like everything, you know, I, I don't know why I'm, what I'm try, where I'm trying to go with this, but I, I feel at the moment like I'm struggling to structure, to get um, exercise properly into my structure. Well, that's you and every a lot of people. And I think it's really helpful. A couple things that I would say about that that like have worked for me. So a lot of the stuff I give people, basically I did it all myself and like figured out how to fit fitness in and made mm-hmm. lots of mistakes and stuff along the way. So now I'm like, here, I'll tell you what to do because I've done all the other things wrong. So I can tell you what's right. Um, is as a mom that has teenagers. So it's a very different phase 
that the one thing I did a couple of years ago is I don't have to do everything. My kids don't have to do everything. And actually mm. it's okay for them to be bored every once in a while because they're going to grow up and they have to, some, yeah. it's okay for them to be bored and it's okay for um, you to take care of yourself. I think that kids, Mike, I'm always been honest with my kids that if I, you know, and I'm okay to apologize to my kids when I do something wrong because I think it's important. And I also allow them to have whatever feelings they're feeling. Just, I always say to my kids, whatever you're feeling is fine, but what you do with those feelings matter. You are accountable for your actions. And I try to be really honest with my kids and also lead or parent by example and taking care of yourself and showing them that you are worth loving yourself enough to take care of yourself. And it's normal as a human being to need a break and that you can say no is okay. It's by doing it. And it's one of the best things you can give yourself for your kids to see is you taking care of yourself the way you would like your kids to see, you would like your kids to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. So by saying to your kids, I'm gonna go swimming or I'm going to the gym. I'm taking time for myself. Don't feel guilty about taking that time for yourself. Mm. Or just go for a walk with by yourself for 15 minutes when you put the kids to bed and your husband's home. Mm -hmm. You know, they are, there's that horrible stigma. You know, oh, is your husband watching the kids? No, he's taking care of the people that he helped create. <laughs> he's yeah. their dad. You know, don't feel guilty letting the other parent do bedtime every once in a while. Maybe mm -hmm. it's not the way you would do it, but that's okay. And yeah. it's good for kids to be adjustable. Yeah. You know, and for you too. So just take time for yourself so that your kids can see what it looks like to take care of yourself. Definitely. Right, we're going to come back in a minute and straight after this. I do my hair toss, check my name. So, Lizzo, feeling good as hell. Yes. I wanted to talk about this. Um, not Lizzo feeling good as hell. I wanted to talk about us feeling good as hell. So one of the things um, that I think is a massive thing for when you're in your, I don't know, not, not just when you're in your 40s, but as I said before, when I turned 40, I suddenly felt like um, I, I don't know if I did say this before, I definitely said it to you. Yeah. Um, I got to 40 and suddenly I felt like I just could not eat the same way as I did before. It just all felt very difficult um, to, to like, to maintain a plateau of, of weight. And in fact, and I said, I, was, I felt like I was doing all the right things, doing a bit more exercise, eating better, etc. But actually nothing was happening. In fact, I was actually gaining. Yeah. Um, and I, it took something radical for me to actually, I changed my diet considerably in September and took out things which... I now know don't work very well for me and my hormones and right. my, you know, and that's really helped. And now I can actually find a bit more of a balance, but I know loads of people who exercise loads and still really struggle. And in fact, I think even might actually still be gaining. So yeah. Tell us what's going on. Yeah. That's a good question because I would say that turning 40 feels like you're in a boat with a hole and you're just pouring the water out to stay afloat. At first it felt like that for me, or maybe it's the stigma of like turning 40, but your body does change, but your body changes every seven years. So it's not about turning 40. It's just constantly changing. Mm. But there's a lot of things people do right, but they're doing a lot wrong and they're not seeing the results. So a few things that I'll go over that I think are really important for people to understand is you can out eat your work at the gym, mm -hmm. right? So you could be eating really healthy 
And I don't want to like pressure people to lose weight. That's not what I'm trying to say. But if you want to maintain your weight or lose weight, it is about how many calories you're taking on. And you could easily be eating a healthy smoothie bowl that has all the healthy stuff in it, but it's 900 calories and not being aware. Mm -hmm. So one of the best things you can do is educate yourself about the food you're taking and the food you're eating the things you're eating, having enough protein, because as we age, we lose muscle mass, Mm -hmm. which makes our arms look not as nice, things like that. That's a natural thing that's happening. And making sure you're getting enough protein will help combat that. So things like that. So being really well aware of what you're eating and how much you're eating. Because sometimes you could eat something, you could want a McDonald's hamburger and have a salad There's a salad at TGIF Fridays that's 1,300 calories. Wow. Right? So if you didn't know that, you could easily eat that thinking, oh, I'm making the right choice. Mm -hmm. So definitely look into how you're eating. Um, Use MyFitnessPal. It's free. It's a great way to just get an idea of how you're eating. So that's the one thing I think people don't realize. The second thing that's really upsetting is alcohol. Mm -hmm. It is. The thing about alcohol is that as soon as you drink a glass of wine or any other alcohol, it stops your fat burning. So your body sees that alcohol is poison and immediately wants it out of your system. So it stops everything else from metabolizing and focuses on getting that alcohol out of your system. And I think it's like an hour or two after your fat burning doesn't go back to normal. So if you're drinking regularly, that's actually one of the things that's going to impact you most, unfortunately. It's just the cold, harsh truth. And I'm giving it to you. I I don't like it either. No. So It's really interesting because when you are on, um, and and this isn't about weight loss, like we said, it's just about getting to a place where you just feel your best and the the most confident. Um, And you know, and for me, refined sugar, I know, is just a bit of a beast. It doesn't, I it's love it, great, yeah. um, but it really hates me and it sends my hormones totally out of whack. And then that then exacerbates my anxiety, as I said it before. Um, so, one of the things is obviously a Prosecco and yeah. cocktails, which I love. They're just rammed with it. I would um, say just reduce the amount you drink if you're looking to have. Yeah, if you still health, want them. Yeah. But so what's interesting though is that so and a lot of people, me included, might think so you, you get you've been told before, go for clear fluids yeah. and so okay, from now on then I'm only gonna drink gin and tonics and that will you know, so that yeah. but what what you're saying is okay, that might have excuse me, that might have less um It's not the calories so much, yeah. it's what it does to your body. But it's the alcohol is actually so you're you're basically you're, you're redirecting your body into thinking about getting rid of that like yeah. liver detoxification instead of actually yeah. the fat burning. I mean, my non-personal training tip is to have drinks after you finish eating. So you've already started to metabolize your food, but also really don't... So no kebabs at the end of the night. No, <laughs> no fourth meal. That's what they call Taco Bell, uh, the fourth meal, right? And that's true because you, so hu- you get home and you're like, oh, I'm hungry. Yeah. I would say I'm not, I don't limit myself completely. So I'm not saying to anybody you shouldn't enjoy yourself no but just be aware that i guess if you've been drinking all weekend you're not going to have the same results as if you aren't you know mm-hmm. and the other thing to focus on is i think reasons when people kickstart diets like or lifestyle changes is mm. um anything any movement is good mm-hmm. and i think when you start a lifestyle change you're more conscious so what works for somebody may say oh all you need to do is walk well, yeah, if you've never, if you're not doing anything and you start walking every day, you're going to have anything you do, 
you're going to get results from. Mm-hmm. So just focus on movement at first. I always say just start small. And also if you are going to the gym and you only have say 45 minutes, three times a week, training like a bodybuilder on TikTok isn't going to get you the results. You're better off to do a mixture of like um, whole body training and hit a little bit of everything Mm -hmm. and just move, you know, don't do really slow movements all the time, you know, try to utilize your time the best you can. Try different things. Everybody's body is different and what works for one doesn't work for somebody else. So just be patient and keep trying things. But if you are moving more, eating more appropriately, limiting your alcohol, you are going to see a change. Mm -hmm. And also focus on sleep, cortisol, stress stops you from losing weight. And by making a plan like you did, that control reduces your stress, I think. Mm. When did I make a plan? When you were oh, being September. super healthy. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I was looking at you like... When I'm did I make like, that I plan? I'm just like really pleased with myself that I made a plan. She's made a plan. <laughs> yeah, I did make a plan. No, it was in, in September. I think it's so a it, sense of control yeah, too, which was, is so nice. I needed to do something. Yeah. I had to do something. I was sick to death of... Um, in fact, it was the weight was one thing. It was um, annoying me that I yeah. was trying to... to to plateau but and and making so I felt like I was making sacrifices and saying no to certain things and doing making healthy choices and yet and so I was like well at least I'll plateau I'm not I not lose weight but I'm just going to stop growing yeah (laughs) I didn't I kept seem I kept creeping up and I and and I have to say and I know it doesn't matter for everybody but it did affect it did affect me and it was important to me and and I felt rubbish and well, but the biggest yeah. thing, so the weight was one thing, but the thing that was really, that forced me, um, well, not forced me, but the thing that made me think eventually I'm definitely doing something is that um, I was going through my cycles and at the just in my pre-period week, that five days before my period would be the worst week ever. I'd be so low um, that I I would feel, you know, I've said it to so many people, so I don't mind saying it here. I was in a really dark place yeah. in that week. I was the worst version of myself from a parenting point of view, from a, you know, a relationship point of view. I felt paranoid about friendships that, you know, I felt like everybody hated me. It really is a weird thing, hormones, how they affect you. Yeah, physically, I would be um, really bloated. Um, I would get a lot of uh, breast tenderness, couldn't run up the stairs, couldn't run it, do any exercise because of it. And... And I knew, I just knew it was to do with like my eating habit. Your body was telling you, hey. So enough was enough. Basically, every month I'd get to that place yeah. where I felt rubbish and I'd be really cross with myself for not having actually just ripped the plaster off and made the change. Yeah. And so in September, I was like, well, that's it, I'm doing it. And I have to say, I've been really good. It's, and it's not a diet, it is a lifestyle change. Oh yeah, that's that, the yeah. thing. Don't ever go on a diet that's not sustainable. No. It's it's a it's a a change to the way I do things and the way I eat definitely so it is a change of diet but not a diet definitely Um, that's one of the biggest things my my biggest piece of advice to anyone if you want to not stick with it is to pick something that's completely unsustainable if you want to work out twice a day for two weeks to lose a little bit of weight before a vacation or something that's doable Mm. but if you do that, pick something that's sustainable because you will get so discouraged and you'll be tired physically and you just won't stick with it. So just a lifestyle change is so much more of a better way to look at it. Like you're saying then like you cannot go to the gym for 38 hours a week and eat 
broccoli and rice and chicken every day and have no joy. Yeah. I mean, some people can. I see them on TikTok, but I, that's not for I me. Know. And I don't think that's for the general masses. And that's the thing. I did struggle at some points when I um, did the first stage of that um, particular uh, you know, lifestyle change. I did feel like there was a lot that was, um, I felt that food had become joyless and that yeah. was a real shame because I am, um, you know, I do like the old glass of Prosecco. Yeah. I do, I like chocolate. I do like things. Um, but now it's about finding a way of making a balance and moderation. Yeah. So, right. Um, and the last bit, I just really want to talk to you about how be, having a personal trainer can be accessible because it yes. sometimes feels like an inaccessible option for people due to money or whatever reasons. Um, and we're going to talk about a few things that you can do in the local area in Stony that you really recommend that you yes, love. Yes, absolutely. So we are back with Corinne Vallis. She is a local personal trainer and run coach. Um, and we've been talking about all sorts of different things from how to um, lose weight that's stubborn, like talking yes. about mental health, um, the reasons you've been got into doing this in the first place, yep. the benefits, how actually anybody um, can go from not doing any exercise at all, not being able to run at all, to then maybe being able to run around the not only the mill field, but run around it 44 times. Yeah. I mean, incredible. Like, why would you want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, it's What's wrong with but, me? <laughs> um, but the, um, I think the big question um, that is probably on everyone's mind as well is that, well, I'm nowhere near in a place where I can afford a personal trainer. That feels like that's a, for, that doesn't feel for me. That's for other people that can afford it. Yeah. So, um, just like we spoke to Simone a few weeks ago about how actually um, having a nanny can actually be an accessible thing if you don't feel that you're in that bracket. Right. Um, how can you? How can somebody who doesn't necessarily feel like they're maybe in that earning bracket actually well, start working with yeah. you or other personal trainers? Well, a couple of things I would say is I would think people hear a personal trainer and assume that it's unaffordable. Mm-hmm. But I always say to my clients that, number one, like if I gave you... a uh, sounds like a sales pitch, but I swear it's not. It's just a really good way for people to think about themselves. If I handed you car keys and said, this is the only car you're ever going to have. So once it stops working, you can't drive anywhere. Mm -hmm. You would be so diligent about maintenance with that car. Like you wouldn't drive your car now with a popped tire down the high street, like (laughs) right. You'd stop and get it fixed. So readjust what you're investing in your mindset a bit, because you are maintaining your body and it doesn't have to be forever. If you're someone that hasn't worked out, investing for say four to six weeks or something like that, talk to a personal trainer, see how much it is and actually see if it is something you you can afford. Because you might be surprised that if it's just for a set amount of time to get yourself in a habit, that it is something you can actually afford. So I would say definitely actually look at how how much that would involve and impact your finances mm-hmm. because it's your health and it might be worth it and you might be surprised at something you can actually afford to invest in. So that's what I would say, number one. Mm-hmm. And on the back of that, I'm mm-hmm. going to just very embarrassingly tell everybody a story, um, mm-hmm. which is that... Um, on Friday night last week, um, we went out for some drinks in, yes. in Stony, um, and um, it was a brilliant night. I had absolutely, fa- I was, so, I, mean, so, I was on fire with like having so much fun. Every round that I spent that night, and I must have put my hand in my pocket about four times at least. So expensive. It was twenty four pounds, yep. I think, every time, and that was a buy one get one. F- Free, was it? Come it was on. like two for 13 for cocktails. That was it. It was something, was it two for 13? Yeah. Okay. So 
maybe that was it. So every time then it was 13 pounds. But you were but taste testing the We were cocktails. basically <laughs> taste testing. I did, we ended up doing the Your entire menu. little taste testing session. And it did make me think about it earlier that actually... I didn't have to do that. If I had even have just skipped that night, I'd have been able to, that would have been possibly two or three gin sessions. That's what I'm saying. Like, look at your budget and see what you can remove. Because actually, if your goal is to get healthier and lose weight, skipping those like cocktail tasting sessions for a few weeks would probably be beneficial anyways. If you went and have a coffee and a muffin every day at Costa, that's definitely five days of that is equivalent to a personal training session. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Look realistically, see where you could remove maybe and invest in that. The other thing I would say is I have people that share the cost of a personal training Mm -hmm. session with a friend of theirs, which is really actually beneficial because they have someone to be accountable to besides me. But there is value in having that accountability of me or anybody else, the personal trainer when you're starting because I'm going to ask you if you did it, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm planning it for you. And it's nice when someone just tells you what to do at first. Yep. And also it teaches you proper form. It's going to help you make sure that you stay injury free and you're able to become an independent exerciser and eventually carry on this lifestyle by yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that might be something for you to look at. Mm-hmm. There are lots of free things online available, including on my Facebook, my Instagram, and my TikTok, which my kids are horrified and embarrassed (laughs) by. So I'm doing something. My grandmother always said, if your kids are embarrassed by you, you're doing it right. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely doing it right, I guess. Um, There's free, small free workouts that are accessible on there. And I have advice on there. So definitely look online, see what's available. There's some local groups, if you're in the area, that I would recommend. Um, Redway Runners is throughout Milton Keynes and it's five pounds to join for the year. And they do beginners running courses. Yeah, Mm. it's really good. Um, There is a group in Stoney that meets on Mondays called These Girls Can and they walk every Monday at nine o'clock for free. Wow. Which they meet over by the Cycle King. They're on Facebook. Um, Yeah. And then if you're into running, the Big Cow Sporting Events, I think it is, they do a 10K like every month and it's 10 pounds and you get a medal. That's brilliant. It's the MK 10K race series. Um, This weekend, I know that there is one of my friends, David, does these Black and Sun uh, 5K runs Mm -hmm. and it ends at a brewery, which is (laughs) kind of fun. So, and that's a free event. So go on Facebook, look at social, like local things. You know, also, if you really can't afford to invest, talk to some friends, see if you can get a group together, find a workout online Mm -hmm. and meet and do it together. Yeah, I think that's the thing is the accountability. That for me is it. So I was talking about the swimming earlier, but if I know that I'm meeting someone down at the river or I'm taking someone I'm picking up, you know, that that is what gets me there because very often in the evening or in the morning, I will take the choice to not do it because I, if I'm on my own, I probably wouldn't. That's that accountability thing. Yeah. One, I think having a personal trainer, obviously someone's expecting you and also you've got skin in the game. You've paid for it. So that's another reason. Like, yeah. So don't waste your money. I tell exactly. people that. Why are you, you know, you're giving me a good amount of money. Don't yeah. waste it. Exactly. You know, so it's that accountability. But and I think that yeah as you said if you can't quite get to having a person trained at the moment there are other things there's totally other together with a group think outside the Mm. box yeah there is a new gym well it's not very new i guess a year old that opened up in old stratford that i go to i'm gatekeeping it because like i like it the way it is (laughs) but i should probably share it there's a it's called lift gym yeah and it's quite reasonable i think in price Mm -hmm. and 
the guy that owns it's really good. It's people of all different ages. So that's also something to look at. Mm -hmm. I would recommend. Again, it's that thing, I can't afford a gym. Well, you might be able to if you sat down and budgeted it. Yeah, yeah. So, and yeah, it's exactly. a really important thing to do. So, yep. And you also mentioned the um, the Zumba earlier. Oh my gosh! Yeah, my my Zumba classes. She's amazing. She's from Spain, and it's like being at a club. And it's that. at it's Zoom, Wonder Ramba Zumba. I'll give you the information to yep. share. She's at Watling uh, Academy yep. on Tuesday nights and Saturdays mornings. First class is free, and I think it's three pounds a class. Three pounds is so good. I, it's And it's so fun, and honestly, you sweat like crazy. And everyone, it's like you're worried about being bad, but everyone, everyone's just focusing on themselves. Honestly, three pounds a week, that's... I mean, Nothing. that is less than the Costa, to be honest. Like, it is. And you get out. I go with Costa's my friends. four quid now without even, you know, so even when you're getting a small. So it's unbelievable. Yeah. So that is a way. Top tip. Yeah. Make your coffee at home and go do Zumba. Yeah. Instead. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you for that. Right. I'm going to play. Um, actually, no, we're not going to play another song. Just yet. Actually, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do this because I blimmin' love this song. And then we're uh, going to figure out how to get hold of you after this. So great. Boom. So thank you so much, Corinne, for coming in. I have loved this conversation. It's been brilliant. I've learned so much. Um, if anybody wants to get hold of you or find you, find you on social media or work with you, how can they do that? Okay, so the best way to get a hold of me is by either going on my Facebook page, Corinne Valor Fitness, my Instagram page, Fit Like a Mother, mm-hmm. or my TikTok page, which is the same, Fit Like a Mother, I will give you my information if anyone wants to get in touch with me by email or phone. I should have a website. It's been like on my list for, I don't know, seven years, <laughs> but I've not done it. So that I need to do that. But yes, that's the best way to get a hold of me. Um, and I am available for personal training, group fitness classes, and family sessions too. I work Brilliant. with kids. So I have a group of... Uh, family i just started with this week that the there are two of them and their daughter are doing it together so you know i'll figure out a way to get you to work out no matter what your obstacles are so it's amazing and i do free body composition to start with and consultation so if you just want to have a chat find out where you lie with your health with your bmi and all those things mm-hmm. um i am available for that that's cool and we were saying earlier that not only are you fitness but you also although you're not a nutritionist but you do give advice on some nutrition yeah i go through your diet Mm -hmm. um try to change things make sure you're within a healthy calorie range Mm -hmm. look at your lifestyle and just try to improve it so that you get results we look at not just weight loss but measurements how you're feeling i always have my clients pick an item of clothing they don't feel comfortable in Mm -hmm. and try that on every week because that's a nice way to see something changing when something maybe zips up that didn't zip two weeks before so there's lots of ways to find you know to see your success so we try to work with whatever's that person that's the nice thing about a personal trainer you're working with someone that's individualizing your needs and your Mm -hmm. goals and working with you so yeah yeah and you are working with lots of people in Stony Stratford but you are mobile yes I come to you I've got all the equipment if I have a lot of people also that like to meet outside and I am available online I have some clients that travel for work and I do online online um, fitness with them mm-hmm. through zoom or teams so there's always a way yeah you know exactly there's no yeah. excuse basically there is no <laughs> excuse you you know you are only as strong as your biggest what, weak 
I don't know, is your biggest excuse or whatever. Uh, One of those things, those fitness quotes. But the thing is, honestly, there's always a way to work around any barrier you have and think outside the box. And if you can't, I can for you. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, That's amazing. Thank you so much. I think, you know, we've all learned that basically we can come from a place of, um, almost like zero fitness and yeah. you know and a place where we do not feel that we are any, any ever likely to be a distance runner but right. you have proved that all of these things are possible anything's possible i love that you are a female founder and you're blazing you know you're trailblazing and i'm gonna work very hard to get you into my network now oh, yes <laughs> so that's what i'm gonna be doing for the next 10 minutes um thank you everybody for listening and for joining us as always we are here every wednesday one till two on the wiki mama takeover um we have fabulous guests just like corinne so thank, thank you Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. And everybody have a wonderful week. I hope the sun starts shining again because this is too. muggy. This is so sticky. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it's all like, oh, I like the sun when it's Yeah. Out. The last thing I'd like to say before yep. I Go leave ahead. is one of the things I always tell myself and I told myself when I started working out or anything that's difficult is I have a thing where I say to myself, you can do hard things and we can do hard things. So just remember that when you're starting out, you can do hard things. We're all capable of it. So amazing that's it that's all i have to say (laughs) everybody have a fabulous wednesday and i'll speak to you next week take care